Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need are at rockauto.com. You ever stop and ask yourself, what would have happened with Jacksonville if they drafted Lamar Jackson? I have. This is Tony Wiggins with your Jacksonville Jaguars report here on Locked on Jaguars. I think about it all the time, man, and I think there's something I keep getting wrong about, uh, you know, trying to figure out that scenario. What I keep getting wrong is this. I keep forgetting that Baltimore not only took Lamar Jackson, but had a comprehensive plan for him to succeed. And they sold not only themselves on it, but the entire team on the formula and the way that they were going to go about it. And they built that team around him in order to win a championship or, or to try to win a championship and put themselves in a position to do so. That's not necessarily what Jacksonville would have done. Are you confident that Jacksonville, Jacksonville would have pulled that off that way? I'm not necessarily confident they, that they would have. They haven't built a, a plan around anybody that's been successful yet. So, you know, it's easy to say, well, what would happen if they'd done this and what would happen if they did if they'd done that? Well, what would have happened? You know, and, and what would have happened, you know, had they, had they done those things? Would, would they actually have formulated a plan for success for these guys to, to, to be good? You just never know. I mean, the bottom line is we always look at drafting as uh, we say it's an inexact science and, and we look at teams that take players, but we always forget that that's only half the battle. The other part, as Lewis Riddick always says on ESPN, is – what type of system and what type of program and what type of avenue or road to success do you have in place to help players? And I'm not just talking about social stuff and being a pro and being a professional and culture and all of that stuff. I'm talking about football. I'm talking about actually having a plan, a football plan. It ain't just about lifting weights, man. It's not, it's not that. You know, it, it's about more than that. When you see the guys that leave here, guys like Allen Robinson and, and some of the other players, whether it's Dante Fowler and, you know, Dante didn't, didn't get in trouble with a year and a half, you know, a year and a half in, with the Rams, didn't, didn't, didn't even sniff the kind of stuff that he was doing around here. Why is that? Is it because uh, the plan uh, isn't, isn't sound? Is it, is it because the environment – is because the and there's a lot of things that go into this that hell I don't even know what it's all about. But there has to be a lot of it's accountability about the players too. And I'm not going to put put all of this on the on the staff. But it just seems like teams that win or teams that are constantly uh, pursuing championships, they have an environment about winning and stability. Whether it's in college, whether that's in the NFL. It doesn't matter. And in college, is a little bit different because some teams have a whole bunch of five-star recruits, and that's why you keep seeing the same teams uh, rolling around in, in January trying to win a championship. But in the NFL, man, the losing teams pick first. You know, the worse your record, the closer you are to the top. Lamar Jackson went 29th or 30th or whatever it was to the Ravens. You know, it just seems like these teams that, that know and understand what it's like to win, always seem to figure out how to get the most out of their players. New Orleans is another place. It's Baltimore. It's wherever Andy Reid is coaching, they always seem to have it together. Of course, we know about New England. I mean, that, that goes without saying. 
Seattle. It's just it's, for some reason, it's it's the things that they do. Even when the players change, those teams still remain competitive. You know, we we have to really, really, really focus on that before we start saying, well, if they drafted this guy or drafted that guy, this would have been different or this would have been better. We just do not know if that's the case. I think we ought to talk about it. I, I really do. And and that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dedicate this weekend show to talking about the prospects and, and why some teams seem like they can't get out of their own way regardless of the players that come through. I'm also going to tell you something I said in the press box in week one last, last year that I might be saying again here for a different reason. I'm going to tell you what all of that is. I'm going to do that in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. Before we do that, before I go to break, I got a, I got a very important message uh, that I want to tell you guys. The Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. I got to tell you guys too, man, about RockAuto.com. I don't know if it's a do-it-yourself that you're doing or if you're letting somebody else do it for you when it comes to fixing your car because that's what I have to do. Trust me, I'm no good with wrenches at all. But what I am good at is saving money. And rockauto.com is a place where you can do that and you can get all the parts for your vehicles at the greatest prices in the world. That's right. Rock Auto will give you these prices, the same that they're giving the prices to professionals. If you're going to do it yourself, do it yourself. My uncle's been working on a 68 Chevelle or whatever it is, or 72 Chevelle, I believe, forever, okay? I think that car, he's going to die, and that car is still going to be getting new parts on it, but he can go to rockauto.com and get all of his stuff just like you. So go to rockauto.com and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box. That's how you can do it. Once you do it, man, hit me up on social media to let me know that you got amazing prices because they have an amazing selection with reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need, and it's at rockauto.com. All right, so I'm sitting here thinking today, you know, what would have happened if the Jaguars drafted Lamar Jackson? Okay, you can even go back and say what would happen if they drafted Patrick Holmes and what would happen if they drafted uh, Deshaun Watson. But I'm not going to do that because then that'll cancel out Leonard Fournette and, and it'll also cancel out the fact that, well, they had already, you know, married themselves to Blake Bortles. So in order to make those picks, you have to do a lot of stuff. You have to do a lot of change and a lot of canceling out. But when Lamar Jackson was sitting there, when they were picking 29th and they ended up taking Taven Bryant, and that kid was sitting there, even if you had doubts about him back then as a passer, you had a quarterback that couldn't throw already in Blake Bortles, right? Even if you said, well, he's more effective when he's running, well, that's exactly what you were doing back then in 2017-18. You you were running the football. You were allowing the quarterback to use his legs. You know, it ain't like he was threading a needle on 15-yard out passes back then either. To me, it would have been a perfect storm. I think it would have been the absolute – there was no excuse not to take this kid back then, all right? I don't think anybody thought he wasn't good. 
I just thought that they felt like, you know, we already got a guy like that. You know what I'm saying? Even though he's a poor man's version of Lamar, Lamar Jackson. I don't even think Blake's on a team right now anyway. But would you have had the same success if you weren't married to the idea of changing everything around and really, really taking advantage of his skill set? No, you wouldn't have. I do think some of the problems, though, that you ended up having locker room-wise, some of the problems that you ended up having with some of the players, I don't think they would have been here because I think everyone would have been on board and excited to play with this cat. Um, you would have had an athlete's chance at winning every single game, and you would have been super, super competitive. That, that, that stadium would have been full. He is a box office kid. He would really, really fit in around here with these fans. Um, and I also think a lot of the players on the team, like I said, the, some of the ones that ended up having attitude issues, they wouldn't have had those issues. Because, you, one, you'd have had more money to spend because you'd have had a quarterback on a rookie deal. All right? You wouldn't have had to, to give Blake that extension. You wouldn't have had to um, – um, you, you wouldn't have had to use 80-some-odd million dollars to go get Nick Foles or whatever it was you paid Nick Foles to come here for a, a year. There are a lot of things. It also changes the dynamic of the line that you – the offensive line wouldn't have looked as bad because the kid is more mobile. He's not stationary, right? So I'll tell you what. Last year when – they got Nick Foles. You saw firsthand, Nick Foles didn't even look like the same quarterback that he looked like in Philadelphia. He didn't. So just because you go out and get a player, it doesn't mean that that guy's going to look identical to where he is somewhere else, right? So I remember something I said in the press box last year. The second Nick Foles was down and was driven into the ground, I looked to my right, and my man Demetrius was sitting there. I said, I think it's his collarbone. Because you always tell when the guy falls down like that, it's either an AC joint or it's a clavicle. And when he got up, I said, he's hurt. And, and I turned and I looked to more than one person and I said, they just got a built-in excuse to bring everybody back. I promise you I said that. I said, D Doug ain't going nowhere. The, coach ain't, the, the GM ain't going nowhere. And at the time, I thought even Coughlin. I think what, what sealed the deal with Tom Coughlin was, one, the Jalen Ramsey incident, and then the NFLPA incident. I, when the NFLPA came out and said, told players not to come here because of all the fines. And when people found out that they were responsible for 25% of the fines, you know, that I think that's what sealed the deal there. But I tell you what, they had a built-in excuse and a built-in reason right then and there. And this is before the Minshew mania started now. So um, I turned and I looked and I said, they're all coming back. Because no matter how bad this season goes from this point forward, they can all look and say we had a rookie quarterback playing or the guy we paid all the money got hurt and now we had to pay, play a rookie. Now, that ended up going better. Minshew's success actually made things a little more shaky for the coach and the GM, right? Because he played better, but the rest of the team still kind of fell apart. But – so you couldn't really use lack of production at quarterback as a reason why, and you couldn't really use the fact, well, we had a rookie quarterback. No, the rookie quarterback, he didn't play like a rookie. He played way better than that. So it almost made it more shaky for the coach and the GM. However, you can still say 
that one of the reasons you, you know, well, we brought foes back, we busted up our chemistry. You're always going to look for a reason to dangle something of why you need to keep your job, right? And say, no, this, 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 this happened because of this, or this happened because of that. There's another excuse built in already. I'm going to tell you right now, especially for an owner that's slow to fire people, especially in football, for an owner that's slow to fire people, I mean, he always seems like he, he, he keeps everybody a little bit longer than they're supposed to. If the Jags aren't good this year, there's already another built-in excuse. And there's already another built-in reason. And there's already another golden nugget that they can walk into that office and, and say, no, no, you know, this is what happened. And this is why this is like this. You want to know what that is? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to do it just a second here in our third segment on Locked on Jaguars. First, I got to tell you guys about Built Bar. You want to know what Built Bar is? It is the best protein bar on the market. It tastes like a candy bar. It shouldn't even be on the health food aisle. It should be in the candy bar aisle because that's exactly what it tastes like. They have 16 great flavors, some of them with nuts and some without. Eight with it and eight without, I love that mint brownie, all right? And you can eat the Built Bars and not feel guilty if you're trying to stay in shape and lose weight because they have a high protein content, not very much carbs, not very much sugar, and all of that stuff that's bad for you. So how do you get Built Bars? Well, you just go to BuiltBar.com. What do you do? You put the promo code in, locked on. That's right. And what will happen is you'll get 10% off or $10 off, my bad, of your Built Bar order. That's right. Go to BuiltBar.com, order those Built Bars, enjoy them, post them on social media, let me know that you got your, your Built Bars. If you live anywhere near me, I'm coming over to get some. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm greedy like that. But they are the absolute truth. Built Bars at BuiltBar.com. So I told you guys I was going to tell you about this little nugget that the Jaguars have uh, that they can go use. It's not an injury. To, to, it's not an injury. Of course, you can always say that, but that's not what I'm talking about. And, and what I mean uh, by this little nugget they're going to use is, well, a reason. Like college coaches do it all the time when they play a true freshman at quarterback. They can go in and say, "Look, we're young, and we got a young quarterback. He's got he's got the experience he needs now, so we can go ahead and put him out there." No, nah, that's not what I'm talking about. You want to know what it is? It's called the coronavirus. They have a high turnover, and they have a bunch of people coming in here, and they have 12 rookies at minimum. They drafted 12, and they signed some other people. I think a couple of people, a couple of the rookies, especially that cornerback they, they gave all that money to, he's going to probably make the team. They could have 14, 15 rookies on this team. All right? That's about a third of your opening day. That's almost a third of the guys you're going to have on the team on, on the 52. Almost, not quite. You know, a little bit less than a, a little bit less than about thirty percent. All right. So that's not an excuse in and of itself, especially if the record isn't really, really good. But it is an excuse when you add that to the fact that there's been limited contact with the team. I told you before this this virus is bad as it is, and I don't want anybody to to. I'm not trying to suggest that I'm thinking more about football than the health of our citizens. That's not what I'm doing, but this is a football podcast. So the one thing that they can say is it was imperative for us to all be together because we had so many new parts and we had a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback's coach. It really hurt us more than it hurt anybody for us. And this is not a lie now. This is the flat-out truth, and this is what I honestly believe. 
this is this the, all of this stuff is plausible this stuff is the truth it's not a lie that it will hurt a team that has a bunch of young players and a bunch of new pieces and a bunch of new stuff they have to learn the inability for them to get together and meet the inability for them to actually be on the field where they can physically go through the learning curve and 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 and, and get those mistakes it's going to hurt a new team way more than it hurts anybody else so already right now i'm gonna tell you right now there's a reason there's a reason they could all keep their job no matter how bad they have they would have to go 0 and 16 i think for for them to clean house and not accept and, and for shot to not accept this as a reason and and a real good reason uh, for them not to you know be retained i'm telling you man it's the truth and as bad as I, and as bad as I, uh, you know, and I'm not wishing that they, they don't play well. And I'm not even predicting that they're going to play poorly. My point is, is if they do, what's going to happen is the natives, the fans, the faithful 50,000 will be, they will be restless again. I'm serious. Like over the last eight years, I'm telling you, at least six of those years, the fans have been so pissed, except, well, yeah, maybe six, maybe five, because they did have the one year where they won. The fans have been calling for people to get fired for five years, and I was, I was, I was right there in the front of the line saying, get rid of all of them. I'm serious. Okay? There have been so many moments of ineptness with this club. So, you know, this, is, this, is, this shouldn't be foreign to you guys that I'm bringing up this scenario. Because it's one that you're used to. It, it, and that's bad. The scenario is the Jaguars are used to picking in the top ten. The Jaguar fans are used to wanting to fire their coach. And the fans are also used to thinking the coach and the GM and everybody else needs to get fired only to have them not get fired. I'm telling you. They've been a day late and a dollar short when it comes to making moves like that. So I'm telling you right now. As, as much as I, I, you know, I want football to come back for the fans and I want football to come back because of the livelihood of a lot of people that I know. If and when it does come back and they don't play well and you start doing what you normally do and justifiably so and saying we got to shake things up, one, shot ain't shaking nothing up just because you say we got to shake things up. You know that's not going to happen throughout history. He's been very, very slow and hesitant to remove people uh, from those jobs like that, all right? So that's one thing. The other thing is th there has to be a reason. If, if he says, why, why should I keep you? Well, you know what? You, you, I just gave it to you. I just told you what the reason is. It's already there, man. It's already built in. Sure, coronavirus has affected all those teams, but all of those teams ain't going to have 15 rookies on them, are they? combined with the fact that all of those teams are now running a new offense, right? Yeah. You see where this is going. Hopefully I'm wrong. I don't think I am, though. I don't think they're going to win the division. I don't think they're going to be close. I think they're going to play an exciting brand of football. And I, I truly believe that what's going to happen is, is – they're gonna. The record might not indicate it. It's, it's gonna look. It's gonna look really, really good sometimes. But I, I don't think they're gonna have what it takes to finish and win games. 
And Jay Gruden, that's, that's his M.O. Washington used to be in a bunch of games, man. I watched them closely. Bunch of games, scoring, scoring points, hanging with everybody, looking like looking lights out. And it seems like the last four or five minutes of the game, they just, they just couldn't do what it takes to, to get over the hump. So we'll see. I know um, if they do play an exciting uh, brand of football, that's going to be good for fantasy football. And if you're really into fantasy football, you need to listen to Locked On Fantasy Football here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Great job. They do an outstanding job. I know a lot of people are already doing their dynasty drafts already uh, since the real draft has already happened. Grab you some, grab you some Jaguars because I think they're going to be behind a lot, and I think they're going to be in a bunch of games where they're really going to throw the ball around. And I think they're going to have a whole lot of people because normally in the past it was only one receiver and one running back, and, and, and sometimes the boat, Blake, had a lot of fantasy points because of his legs. But I think the Jaguars will be one of those teams now where you'll be able to pick a plethora of players and use them as roster guys for your fantasy football team. You can find, find out all about that on Locked On Fantasy Football. Also, bring your friends along with you, man. Tell them to follow us on Spotify and listen up on Apple Tunes or, 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 or iTunes and Apple. Uh, Apple or Apple Tunes. I, I sound like Bill Belichick when I say InstaFace. You know, just taking two things and putting them together and not saying it right, but... That's what it is. And the other thing, man, I want you guys to take care of each other. Uh, we see this COVID-19 thing isn't going anywhere right now. Uh, more and more people are exposed. It, it has affected my family a little bit. My daughter is a hairdresser, and she, uh, they had to shut her shop down because someone in there um, had COVID-19, and my daughter had to go get tested. So we haven't got those results back yet. But it's the real deal, man. So let's continue in the face of all of the things that we're dealing with to try to take care of each other. And I want you to have a glorious, glorious weekend. Uh, stay healthy. Uh, take care of each other, like I said, man. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. and We'll get it all together. You guys know what I'm talking about, but we'll, but we'll all get it together. But whatever it is, we got to do it. We got to do it together, man. That's the only way it's going to work. All right, it's your man Tony Wiggins with another episode of Locked On Jaguars. Have a great, great weekend.